0: Morning, everyone. How are we doing this morning? <laughs> We're good. I really feel there's a uh, there's a there's been a change in the atmosphere in this place this morning. Something's something's going on. God is doing something here. Who can feel it? Who can feel it? Something is happening in this place. Just for a moment, just for a little bit longer, can we just uh, can we just adopt a a, a a posture of surrender to God? Just a little bit longer. Jesus, we welcome you in this morning. We welcome you in this place. Holy Spirit, come. Holy Spirit, come. Lord, I lay down my agenda. I lay down my agenda right now, Lord. We say, come and do whatever you want to do in this place. We surrender to you this morning. You've already begun to work here this morning, Lord. I already feel like you've begun to touch hearts, people all across this place, having a touch from heaven this morning, and I say, Lord, come come and move powerfully this morning. Come and move in this place, Lord. We don't want to hold back anything that you want to do. We lay, we lay it down this morning, we spring it to your feet. Come and have your way. Have your way, Holy Spirit. Have your way, Holy Spirit. We thank you. We thank you. Lord, we thank you for your presence here today. King Jesus, be glorified in this place. Sarah, is it is it all right if I just ask you to come up the front? I just I feel like the Lord's got a word. Is, is Stuart, he's not here. Is, is it all right if you just come up? Maybe if some of the, the prayer team, could we maybe just gather around? Prayer team, just just yeah, just gather around. I've got a message this morning, but I just feel like the Lord wants to do some stuff. And I don't, I don't want to get in the way of whatever the Lord wants to do this morning. I feel like the Lord's... The, the, the word that the Lord's giving me is, is a bundle of joy. A bundle of joy. And it's, it's like there's a... Something's coming. There's a promise that's coming that's going to bring a bundle of joy. And we often associate that term, a bundle of joy, with a baby. <laughs> 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 she's, she's saying no babies. No babies for... <laughs> And it's like you know, when you when you when you, when when you get that 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 newborn baby in your arms, and even though you probably think you know there's there's lots of work to be done, it's it, it, children and, and babies are not always easy. But something just overwhelms you with joy. The Lord says there's a bundle of joy coming, and I'm I'm, I'm being reminded of Abraham and Sarah. And it's, and it's, just funny that your name is also Sarah. It's not a coincidence, I don't think. <laughs> and the promise, that, the promise that the Lord gave them. And I feel like the, what, what the Lord wants to draw out of that story this morning is that the promise is coming. The promise is coming. Whatever it is that you've been holding on to, saying, Lord, this is what you promised me, that promise is coming. And I'm, I'm reminded of, of the angels that turned up at their tent and said, by this time next year... Speaking to to, to Sarah, this time next year, you will have a baby. You will have that promise. The promise is coming. Lord, we thank you. (laughs) This bundle of joy. Lord, we thank you for the promise that that Stuart and Sarah have been holding on to. And Lord, we say, bring this promise. Lord, we thank you that this promise will come to pass because your word is true. And Lord, we thank you that this promise will bring joy. It will bring overwhelming joy. I just I just see this joy spilling out, spilling out. Mourning will turn to dancing on the streets in the community, the people that come near you, it'll be infectious. This joy will spill out. We thank you for that, Lord. We thank you for that promise in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Prayer team, can I ask you to stay? Sorry. Josh and Krupa, can I can I can I ask if you no. Do you wanna can you can you come out? Is it all right, Church, if we if we just do this for a bit? God just, I don't know, God's doing something. Come, come, yeah, come, come. Prayer team, gather around. Hallelujah. Lord, have your way. Lord, have your way. Come and do whatever you want to do this morning. Holy Spirit, come. I, I, I feel like the Lord's saying there's. There's been some some thoughts in your, in your life that are it's like it's like this you're thinking I didn't think I'd be here at this point in my life I thought I almost thought I'd, I'd be in a different place by by this point in my life and <laughs> the Lord I the Lord's reminding me about two people, about Caleb and Joshua. And again, it's no coincidence that we're hearing Joshua, and is Josh up the front? Caleb and Joshua were the were, were two of the the twelve spies, as we as we know, that went out into the promised land, and they came back with a with a with a report that said, "Let's go now. God God's given us this land." He's told us that's where we should be. He's given that to us, we should go now. But as we know, they, everyone else had a different report and they didn't go into the promised land and, and, and Caleb and Joshua actually had to wait, I think it was 40 years. They had to wait a really long time before they were able to see that that promise of what God said they can have. What's really What's, what's really interesting and I feel like the Lord's highlighting with this, with this story for, for both of you this morning is that when, when they entered the promised land, the Bible actually, actually tells us how, I, I think it was Caleb who, who said, I am as, as strong today or I am, as, I am as young today as the day that I first went out to seek out the land 40 years before. And it was like it's almost like God, God stopped them from aging <laughs> over this entire forty-year time where they had to wait for the promise when they should have gone forty years earlier. And so I feel like there's, there's these thoughts of, uh, around. I, I thought I would be somewhere else right now. I thought I would, I would be maybe I thought I'd be further along, something like that. And I feel like the Lord's just just reminding you that 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 the promise is still there, and He sees what you're doing. He sees how faithful you are. And it's like, don't, don't worry. Don't worry about, about time. Don't feel, like, don't feel like you're getting too old or don't feel like you've, you've missed the opportunity. It's, it's not true. God, God, can do, God can do anything. If he needs to hold the sun in place so you've got more time to do something, that's what he'll do. There's nothing he wouldn't do for you to get that promise. If he has to stop you from, from aging, <laughs> that's what he'll do. Lord, we thank you for these, for these two. We thank you for their faithfulness. Lord, we, just, we thank you that their eyes are fixed on you. Lord, we just pray a, a blessing upon them right now. Bless them right now in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Pour out your blessing on them. Pour out your blessing. Thank you, Lord. The best is yet to come. God's promises are yes and amen. He never lets us down. Amen. Amen. Thanks. We've had a word for uh for Sarah from from about Sarah in the Bible. There's a word from for Josh about Josh in the Bible. Is there anyone here called Rich Young Man? No. <laughs> no, I'm not seeing any hands, all right. We'll move on. <laughs> How many know that as, as Christians, we are meant to live a life that is filled with the supernatural? Our life is meant to be filled with the supernatural. It's not something that, it's not something that should happen just every now and then. You know, we, we see in, in the book of Romans, chapter 8, how uh, I think this was talked about this morning, how we, we are adopted into God's kingdom. We've been adopted into his kingdom. We, um, we, are, we are citizens of heaven. We're like ambassadors here on earth for God's kingdom. And so we actually have this, this really unique privilege that no one else gets, only us as believers, this unique privilege that we actually get to, to live from a, a superior reality than what we can actually see with our eyes. We actually get this, this privilege to be able to live from God's kingdom. In, in Ephesians 2 verse 6, it says that God raised us up with Christ and he seated us in heavenly places. We are seated in heavenly places. That, that scripture, that, that sentence is actually past tense. It's not something that the Lord's going to do. It's something he's already done. We are already living from this place. We're already living from this superior reality, from God's kingdom. you know, with, with, with that amazing privilege comes responsibility. What's that, what's that saying? Uh, with, that's the one. <laughs> with great power comes great responsibility. And so with this privilege that we have to be able to live from God's kingdom, there's actually a responsibility that we also have. And if we look in, in um, Matthew chapter 6, when Jesus actually is, is telling us how to pray. And verse 10, he says, "You know this, this is how I want you to pray. Verse 10 says, your kingdom come, God's kingdom come, your will be done, where? On earth, on earth. that's right. God, your kingdom come, your will be done here on earth, just as it is in heaven. And so we, we actually have this, this responsibility where where we need to see God's kingdom come and influence the world around us. We have this, this responsibility that, you know, the, 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 the privilege of living in his kingdom comes with the responsibility of that kingdom influencing this one. Jesus tells us that our, our, our prayers are essentially meant to pull the reality of heaven down here on earth. I don't know if you've ever thought about the reality of heaven. There's no, there's no sickness in heaven. Who knows that? There's no sickness in heaven. There's no... There's no poverty. There's no death. None of that is in heaven. And Jesus is telling us that is the reality that we need to see here. Lord, that, that is your kingdom. We want, we, 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 want, we want that reality to be pulled out of, out of heaven and down here to earth. That is our responsibility. And we are, you know, we, we are a part of God's kingdom and his kingdom is, is supernatural. It's what it is. And so we, we, as believers, we are meant to live a life that is filled with the supernatural. His kingdom is supernatural. If we look at 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 20, it says, The kingdom is not just a matter of talk, but of power yeah the kingdom is not just a matter of talk but of power you know we often uh, we we often can can find that when we don't experience god's power when we don't experience the supernatural we can we can tend to make excuses we can tend to begin to come up with reasons why we didn't experience God's power. We begin to, you know, we've spoken about this before, we begin to sometimes create theology around why, why we didn't see that supernatural thing happen. Or we can, actually, we can we can actually begin to replace the need for God in our life with something else that we can actually accomplish on our own. When we, when we don't experience God's power, we don't see the supernatural, we tend to sort of just, just put God to the side a bit. And let's just bring something else into my life that, that does not require God. And, you know, often, often these things that we do are often always great things. They're great. It's not like we're, we're necessarily doing things bad. But the thing is, what we really need is we need Him. We really need Him. So we begin to, you know, sometimes we begin to fill our lives with all these things that are often really good. Really good things, but they just don't require God. But having a, having a word of knowledge for someone, healing, healing the sick, casting out demons, raising the dead, speaking in tongues, all kinds of signs and wonders, I can't do any of that. On my own, none of that is possible. No part of me has any idea how to heal someone. I barely even can understand the human body. <laughs> They'd learn how to actually put it back together, or how to fix it. On my own, none of that stuff is possible. It's only possible through the power of God. It's only possible through the power of God. And I think, you know, we're probably the the, the church globally is increasingly finding that a lot of the things in the past that we that we really thought were important, we're probably finding they're not so much important anymore. I don't know if anyone else has sort of noticed this, and 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 often all these things are, are not necessarily bad things, right? Like you know, we've we've got amazing buildings. We do, you know, we 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 put on events, um, we have the services, and and all these different programs. All those things are, are really great, they're really good things to have. But the reality is. What we really, really need is Him. We really need His presence, His power. Because without, without Him, what separates us from anyone else? What our, what our community really need is Him. Does anybody believe that this morning? It's gone quiet in here. We actually have it written in in our vision statement. The love and the power of Jesus. Our community need that. We have this responsibility to live a, a life that's filled with the supernatural because our community actually needs it. The kingdom of God is not just a matter of talk, but of Power. It's actually quite interesting if we look at the if we look at the context of that scripture in First Corinthians chapter four verse twenty. Um, we actually see that the context of Paul writing that scripture is that he's he's actually kind of warning people. He's actually warning some of the uh, some of the, the the members of the church who who are basically uh, teaching the wrong thing. They began to teach the wrong thing and so Paul writes to them and he and he says, and uh, it's, it's quite a bold thing to say. He says, some of you have become arrogant, thinking that I will not come to you. But if the Lord allows me to come, we will see if these arrogant people just give pretentious speeches or if they have God's power. <laughs> That's a bold thing to say. In other words, what he's saying is, a demonstration of God's power will reveal the truth. He's saying, you can, you can talk all you want, you can say whatever you want, when I turn up, I'm going to speak the truth, and let's see, let's see what happens. The supernatural power of God will reveal that what you say is true. The implication of this verse is that is that our words should actually be backed up by power. The implication of, of, of what Paul's saying here is that when we speak, our words should be backed up with power. We actually see this in, um, in, in, in Mark chapter 16, verse 16 to 18. Let me read it. It says, this is what Jesus says, Jesus telling his disciples. He says, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to all creation. Whoever believes and is baptized will be saved, but whoever does not believe will be condemned. And these signs will accompany those who believe. In my name, they will drive out demons. They will speak in new tongues. They will pick up snakes with their hands. When they drink deadly poison, it will not hurt them. They will place their hands on the sick and they will get well. All those things, Jesus is saying, all those things are, you know, they're all supernatural things. They're all things that that the reality is I can't do them on my own. And the Lord is is calling us into this place where where we really need to contend for the supernatural. We have to to really expect that, you know, when I speak, that signs and wonders will follow. The supernatural should actually follow us around. It It should be... It should be a normal thing, a normal thing for us as believers. A couple of years ago, I was listening to, uh, I was, I, I, be, I sat down and began to listen to a sermon, and I'm sitting in my room with, uh, with my laptop, and I I, I put the sermon on, and I can't even remember who it was, and they began, they the before they got into the preaching, they actually began to share all these testimonies, like just one after the other. They were, you know, began to share, oh, you know, God, God, God did this amazing thing with this person. There was there was some supernatural healing here, and then then they saw this this amazing provision, this supernatural provision, and you know there was this sort of real, real creative miracle. And just like one after the other, this person began to just tell all these supernatural things that God. Had, had just done. And I, and I sat there and I got so offended. <laughs> I actually got really offended. I didn't even watch the sermon. <laughs> I turned it off. I, I, I turned off my laptop, put it aside, and I sat there almost, almost, almost like angry with God. And I sat there and I said, God, why don't I see any of that? How come I'm not seeing all these, all these amazing things that this, this preacher just, just shared? You ever had God respond straight away to you and you wish you didn't ask? <laughs> it's not just me, you're right. I probably had, this, this time is probably the, the, the fastest reply I've ever had from God when I've asked him a question. Actually, I don't even think this was a question. This was just me whinging. But but almost immediately, the Lord said to me, "Well, when did you lay your hands on the sick? Oh, oh, that kind of hurt. <laughs> when did you give a When did you give a prophetic word for someone? Oh, oh, yeah. And so I'm, you know, I'm I'm, I'm sitting there, and the the, the reality is that. That way of thinking, I don't know if anyone's ever thought that before. God, why, why, why am I not seeing this? Anybody else ever thought that? The reality is that that, that, that kind of thinking, it's almost like, God, I'm waiting on you. God, I've, you know here I am. I want you to go and do something. I'm waiting on you. And we know that the Lord can do whatever he wants. Right? He, he can. He, he can do anything. We could actually see, and, and he's done it before and, and we will see it again, we could actually see a, a sovereign move of God where the Lord just comes and does signs and wonders and, and does, does miracles and amazing things where nobody actually asked for it, where nobody cried out for it. It's possible. He can do that. But what God really wants is He actually wants to partner with us. He actually wants to partner with us to see the work of the devil destroyed. He wants to partner with us that when we speak into situations, He comes and moves in power. That's that's, that's what He actually wants. How many know that it was actually his plan from the beginning? He said, be fruitful and multiply, have dominion over the earth, have authority. He created us, put us here, knowing the enemy is here, the devil is here, and said to, for us to go and have authority. And he's done He's done everything he can to make a way for the supernatural to be, to be normal for us. He's done everything to make a way for us to be able to experience his power. We know that he, he, he dealt with sin. Sin is dealt with on the cross. Jesus paid the price for sin. I feel like this morning, you know, if you need to get right with God, if you need to get right with God this morning, I I encourage you, do not wait. Do not wait. I feel like the Lord's reminding me that nothing's guaranteed. Tomorrow's not guaranteed. Don't wait another day. If you need to come before him this morning and repent, do it. Do it today, this morning. Do not wait. Sin is dealt with. Matthew chapter 3 says, repent for the kingdom of God is at hand. There's this implication here that, that repentance uh, allows us to then, to then um, have that reality of God's kingdom. This morning, if you're in this place and you're feeling a little bit uneasy, I feel like the Lord is actually speaking to hearts right now. I wasn't actually going to go into this. It's not part of my message, but I feel like the Lord's actually just bringing this up. Something about repentance needs to happen this morning. Can we just take a moment, church? Just close your eyes. Take a moment this morning. Lord, come and search our hearts. Just open up your heart to him this morning. Lord, come and search our hearts this morning. We open up to you. Lord, I ask that you would just reveal, Lord, reveal anything we need to bring to you this morning. Thank you, Lord. Don't wait, church. Don't wait this morning. We'll have an opportunity later. Do not leave this place today unless you're right with God. And so sin is dealt with. We, we, we see that then, that the Lord actually poured out his spirit. In, in Acts chapter 1, we see uh, verse 8, I think it is. It says, you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. Sin is dealt with. That's gone. He poured out His Spirit on us. We now have His power. He's made a way. Everything God has done, He's done it to make a way for us to be able to have this, the, the, the reality of, of heaven come and influence this world. The only thing left, the question that's left is, are you going to say yes? How will you, how will you respond Will you contend for the supernatural? We actually have this, this, uh, this value written up on our wall about the supernatural because this is so important to us. We are, it says, We are dependent on the empowering presence of the Holy Spirit and therefore hunger for a life that is intimate with God and contends for the miraculous. I should know that off by heart. <laughs> this, is, this is so important to us. Are we going to be a people who contend for the miraculous? You know, on this, on this uh, as I was sort of preparing for this message and, and thinking about what it means for the, the supernatural to be normal, I, you know, I was, I was, I was getting excited at the, at the idea that we're going to see we're going to see God move powerfully every week in a Sunday at a Sunday service. And it was like, to me, it was like once a week we're going to see miracles. <laughs> and I thought that was quite a bit to ask, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> and then God was like, no, 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 that's 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 not even close. That's not what I mean when I say normal once a week he began to to show me things that i do that are normal and you know the first thing that he that he showed me was eating <laughs> i can tell you now i do not eat once a week <laughs> i eat all the time <laughs> this is this is normal this is what the lord is saying this is how normal i want the supernatural this is how normal i want my power to be able to to, to to see our kingdom, our community transformed, and it was like this. I, I had this 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 almost like this vision of where we would get to the point where if we didn't see the power of God move in a, in a day, we I would be I would be in my room at night on my knees crying out to the Lord that's how that's how normal and common the law wants it to be. There are some things I guess we've 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 become accustomed to, to to some supernatural things being normal and others not so much we for most of us probably Speaking in tongues is fairly normal. Most of us probably do that every day. And I feel like the Lord was, was saying, that's how normal I want, I want words of knowledge. Begin, begin to imagine if, if every day you were seeing people getting healed. Every day there was words of knowledge, things that you could have no way of knowing about someone other than the fact that God t- would tell you. Think about every day seeing, seeing the power of God move. And I feel like this is what the Lord is calling us. As a, as a church, the Lord is calling us into this place where this reality, this, this, this thing of supernatural being normal, question is how will we respond there is a there is a call on this church and I know from from hearing the stories of the past from this place the testimonies of the power of God and it let me tell you it's not something that just happened in the past The Lord's looking for people this morning who are hungry. <laughs> hungry to see a move of God. How will we respond when he pours out his spirit? How will we respond when we begin to hear testimonies? I pray that, you know, like, that you wouldn't be like me sitting there and watching this sermon and hearing testimonies and getting offended that that you're not seeing it. But I pray that you would actually go, God does that, I want, I'm, I'm going to go and contend for that as well. I pray that we, are, that we begin to stir up our hearts and, and hunger after what God actually really wants to do in this community. Let me just finish with this this morning. Ephesians 3 verse 20. It's a verse I'm sure lots of us probably know it well. The Lord is able to do exceedingly and abundantly more than we could ask or even imagine. More than we could even imagine. And I read that, and I read that this week, and, and what I felt like God put on my heart was, well, what, what are you asking for? And what are you imagining? Because he says, I'm, I'm able to do exceedingly and abundantly more than what you can ask or imagine. So what are you imagining? And I felt like it's an, it's an invitation this morning to imagine. To imagine the possibility of what God could do in this community. Begin to imagine what God could do in your neighbourhood, in your street, with your neighbours, in your workplace, He is a God of of infinite power and possibilities. There's nothing he cannot do. This morning, I want to encourage you. If there's one thing this morning, begin to imagine the possibilities. Begin to imagine. Just just sort of, I, I just feel like just over in your head, just begin to think about the possibilities before you go to bed at night. What could God do? What could God do in this community? Begin to let those, those thoughts into your heart and then begin to ask. Let those thoughts become words and bring them to God and ask because he's able to do exceedingly abundantly more than we could ever ask or imagine. Why don't we just stand this morning, Lord? We thank you. We thank you. You are so good to us. You are so so good to us. We we we're running out of time, but you know what? I I just want to open up the altar this morning for a couple of things. The first is if you need to get right with God. If there's something that you're feeling like, I need need to bring something to God, I need to come and repent, there's something in my life that doesn't sit right with me this morning, I want you to come and bring that to God. Nothing's guaranteed. Tomorrow may not happen. Do not wait. The next thing is I want, if you, if you struggle with the idea of imagining what God could do and you just want, you just want a touch from heaven today that's, that's going to just ignite the possibilities, just, it's almost like a, 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 I see like setting, setting a fire to the, today just I want that fire set that's going to begin to just to just burn and 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 the, the possibilities are going to begin to happen. I'm going to be able to see these possibilities that God wants to do. If that's you, I want just come down the front as well. Lord, we thank you. one last thing actually I did say two things but I'm going to make it three I've got the mic so I can say that if you need healing if you need a miracle today we know the Lord does miracles he is the miracle worker it's what he does it's who he is if you need a miracle today come down the front as well we are going to pray for you we're going to pray Lord we thank you you are so, so good to us. Lord, I pray right now that anyone in this place that wants that fire ignited inside of them, Lord, that today is the day, Lord. I ask that you would pour out your spirit. Lord, set that fire on. Get that fire started today, Lord. <laughs> I pray, Lord, that you that your spirit will begin to, to to show them the possibilities. Lord, the endless possibilities of what of what you can imagine for this community. Lord, I thank you for a touch from heaven for every single person up the front here this morning. I pray that today is a day where something changes. It's not another day that they stand up the front, but Lord, it is a day that something changes on the inside of them. A touch from heaven today. A touch from heaven in Jesus' name. Jesus' name, prayer team. I, I just want to invite you up the front. If we can begin to pray, just come and come come up and gather around. Can we just get? Um, can we get the keys as well?